It's one of my favorite new features that nobody gets to hear except you and me. This meeting is being recorded. (laughs) And what's funny is like it gives me a separate audio track just for that. And I always want to shove it into a podcast somewhere, but I figure no. So, Well, I'll tell you what, if you ever get Matt Gates on. Mm-hmm. Just right, just right when all of a sudden he starts to say something stupid, just right before that. But this meeting is being recorded. <laughs> I do this. I do this podcast thing where I hit record at the point where I think the conversation begins to take off. Because if you sit there with a guest and you talk to them, all of a sudden they get comfortable and they're like, "Oh, okay, it's a conversation." You hit record, and then it fades in like you missed part of the conversation, and you want to find more. You know, right. So, so I love it. And speaking of Matt Gates, today, Jeffrey, we have two stories from my home state of Florida. And I want to title this Florida Man. Salam alaikum, everyone. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. Feel. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who was taking donations from the NRA, name on you. I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believed them. Children being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if you could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. And here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 157 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless America. May God bless America. May God bless America. I had a feeling that that's exactly... I was like, are we going to do Florida Man today? I wasn't going to, but then I... There was a Facebook post about something that Governor Ron DeSantis said, and I was like, "All right, I want to address that." And then you had a you had a story about another ridiculous um, <laughs> Florida man, and I thought this is a great topic. I don't really have anything after that. <laughs> Florida man, it is. I, you know, man. I don't know what it is about your state, but Jesus Christ, dude! I think it's the heat, the heat and the humidity. You know. The heat, the humidity, and yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe something got passed around down there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's it's a state that wants to be big league, but is just a bunch of small time places. 
you know, you would think Miami is like a big place until you go anywhere else. And then you realize that Miami's not that big, you know? So mm. their state capital, Tallahassee, is like the size of a small town in Illinois. So I think they're just trying to be bigger than they are. Well, they certainly fuck up enough stuff as uh, uh, more bigly than they are. That's for sure. <laughs> well, they don't quite they don't quite get it, and they get advice from their party. So, what do you think? Do you want to discuss your topic mm. or mine? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna let you kick this one off. All right, because here's an interesting correlation to things: is I watched what Ron DeSantis said about Joe Biden allowing covid to spread because of an open border and then this is stupid i was watching ancient aliens and it always these things always trigger my head i don't watch ancient aliens to find out where the aliens are but they show some real great historical places you know and one of those places was corral in peru and corral they discovered from a bag of grass they found that they could carbon date is 17,000 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you put that in perspective, Jesus is 2000 years old, right? Like mm -hmm. after the death of Jesus. So the Peru was around being built. This place was being built at the same time that Egypt was building its, its pyramids, you know? And I think Lord to that my, even, and I, and I thought to myself, this is the this is the people that started the Incas and the Aztecs and the Mayans and the Sioux and the Cherokees and the Inuits, right? Like this is the Americas. That's the birthplace of the Americas. And all that time, these people have been migrating back and forth on this part of the part of the world, and all of a sudden, a bunch of white people came up and said, "No, there's a line there." And everybody's mad at immigrants for doing what they've done for 17,000 years because 200 years ago we said, no, that's our line now. And it, it what really bugs me is that we're blaming immigrants for this stuff, and it makes me so sad. It, it just makes me sad that that they're the, they're the scapegoat for for this conspiracy. You know, and I don't know how to explain it. So that's what he's. Oh, said. I know how to explain it. Okay. I know how to explain this. This is actually an easy one. I want you to imagine a place where people are, white people are buying fake vaccine cards so they can illegally travel mm -hmm. and get pissed about people who buy fake documents to illegally travel. Right. Work. That's so amazing. That card, the fake vaccine thing was going to be a part of what we were going to talk about with your thing. So I love the correlation. Yes. Yes. So, so, so the irony is not lost on me that a bunch of people are pissed at people traveling illegally and, and working illegally, quote unquote, mm -hmm. but are doing the exact same fucking shit to somebody else's country. Like, yeah. wow. Like, how fucking dense do you have to be? Like the cognitive dissonance here is absolutely real and it's cool. fantastic. Well, Ron DeSantis, you need to understand that like there's no southern border in Florida. <laughs> right. There's no there's no southern border. And 
if you could show me large pockets of immigrants being bussed in to be like air COVID air filters, I would, if you could show me the proof of that, I might believe it. But the, the thing is, is Republicans are saying that Democrats are bussing COVID riddled immigrants around the country. And the truth, what, what it, what that it came was down to. I- Hanlon's razor, for for those who might not know, is is, is that which can be um, stated without evidence can be easily dismissed exactly. without evidence. It's you know one of the things about science is is, is not it's not my job to prove mm-hmm. you wrong. It's your job to prove you right. right. Exactly. You know, <clears throat> and that goes to that post. The post. The post was like. Every time you stop being scared, they'll find a new variant. And I was like, is that how science worked? And the guy and the guy repeated, he said this, and I thought it was so fascinating. He said, yeah, under Biden, that's how science works. And I went, yeah, that's a truth. Biden believes in testing. Testing finds stuff, you know? <laughs> and I'm happy we're staying ahead of the mutations. I wish we could get this behind us so we could talk about the other things that are affecting me personally. <laughs> but we, we can't do that until people realize that the the right comes with responsibility you know well and and i mean realistically speaking like you said you know when you test for things you're yeah, going to find things and 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 that's uh-huh. what you want you want to find things before they happen because you know let's be realistic delta uh-huh. is a problem because it it does evade the vaccine protections a uh-huh. bit better than you know any of the other variants have and that's why you're and and you end up with a thousand times more the viral load of the original mm-hmm. virus, and so that's why you're seeing people who are in their twenties taking up ICU right. beds now. It it actually overwhelms your immune system, so you have an immunity for a certain time of point in time, but eventually it can overwhelm your system faster mm-hmm. than you can. Well, and not not with the vaccine, well, with the natural a, immunity you get from it. With the natural immunity, yeah, there was a so there was a study that was done in Kentucky of people who had gotten COVID earlier on, and they found that people who had gotten COVID earlier on and didn't get the vaccine were 2.3 times more likely to be reinfected with symptomatic COVID. Yep. And you spread that, and, and and for everybody wiping things down, COVID doesn't come out of your hands; it comes out of your face. So you can walk around and wipe things down all you want. You're just infecting more, you know, we need to understand. We, people need to understand how this comes out of your face. <laughs> you know, and, and like we said before, you know, the masks were never about protecting Mm-mm. yourself. I mean, like if you actually want to protect yourself, realistically, you need to be walking around in a hazmat suit. Like I love all, like even out here, like I love all the people who are putting on like these hardcore respirators, but their eyes are completely right. open and you know, that they're over there scratching their mm-hmm. eyes. And it's like, you know, that's, it's like, I hate to tell you guys this. It's like, it's like, you look ridiculous not wearing a mask. You look ridiculous wearing that yeah. mask. It's like it was like the bandanas I kept seeing it, and it was the same thing. I thought the same thing. My eyes are vulnerable. Like somebody could spit in my eyes and I could get COVID. And what about my ears? Like why aren't we covering this stuff? Why am I not in earplugs and safety goggles? I like the big masks that go over everything, but I feel like an idiot walking around like that. You know. 
You'll, you'll walk around looking like you're something out of the mm-hmm. movie Alien. But masks also had that wonderful thing of like knocking down the flu season last year, you know? So, yeah. so <clears throat> the, the, my, I mean, my issue is that right now on a map, due to the own state reporting, there's hot spots and they're mainly Southern Republican states. Right. And so I find it hard to believe mm-hmm. that the immigrants are flocking to these Republican states and not sanctuary cities. Like I don't understand how you're blaming the immigrants for the spread of COVID when the, the, the COVID hotspots are places immigrants don't want to be. I've got an idea and it's probably going to piss a few people off, but I'm going to pretend that their theory works uh, and that it actually holds any water whatsoever. I'm just going to, I'm going to say that it doesn't, but I'm going to go into pretend land and see if I can't logically find an, uh, an answer as to why that might be true. Uh, using immigrants. Truth, by the way, is going into pretend land and going, which part of um, a fantasy is actually reality so 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 let's talk about reality and let's talk about what really is happening in some of these southern states right now it's harvest season who do who do farmers hire in order to pick their fruits and vegetables their crops all around who do they hire immigrants now uh my question is is are they hiring them legally because, well, we know that there seems to be a lot of people that like to hire them illegally and then bitch about all the illegal immigrants mm-hmm. taking. And as a side note, those people hiring the immigrants are the same ones that got the tax break from the Republicans a couple of years ago. So, so even if, so even if the idea of busing immigrants around was true, it's mm-hmm. because in these areas, there's probably somebody fucking hiring them in order to work their fields because ain't nobody else going to do it. <laughs> right. So and no one in that, no one in that chain is testing so, them. <laughs> so, so realistically people like DeSantis need to be looking in the fucking mirror when they make statements like that, because right. they're allowing this shit to happen, which, Hey, let's go back into reality land. Reality land states that, you know what? I would love to have immigrants over here, picking our fruit and get, getting it off the field and getting it in grocery stores faster. Yeah. I mean, let's be realistic. That's a good thing for America. It is. There's, there's so many job openings in America right now proving that nobody is stealing anybody's job. But a main point of the busing rhetoric was in Texas how they uh, they were attempting to criminalize transportation of um, illegal humans. I don't know what I don't know how to say. I hate the word immigrants. I, but I, they were, I, they were undocumented them. is probably the best undocumented humans so they've been they're being transported to these immigration hearings where there's 500 undocumented humans at once being deported and we need to get them to their trials which is why they're being transported (laughs) so it's not like i love this i love the farmer thing because that is a real reality that's a real reality right there you know you need like like I mean, even just to kind of correlate where things are at uh, across the pond, the UK is having issues getting their crops off the field because of Brexit. They are not able to get people in from European Union states, like typically the Eastern Bloc, to come in and pick their fields. So they've literally got crops rotting on the vine and rotting in the field because they left the European Union and getting documentation in order to come in and work in, in England now is fucking difficult. 
Right. So <clears throat> isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? I just, this Im- whole immigration thing is just so crazy to me. The only, like, the only comparison try, it, I have is quite literally Gavin McInnes shoving a dildo up his ass on live TV to own the libs. <laughs> you're literally fucking yourself and being like, oh, the libs, they're doing this to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's what I think that's what DeSantis is doing, just taking the polar opposite side of Joe Biden. And he's hurting people in the process. Did you hear what he said? He would rather have 5,000 cases of COVID in young people as opposed to 500 cases in the senior citizens. Like it's a this or that. How about how about we have le- less cases all around and and stop being fucking stupid? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, stop trying to stop the steal and stop the thing that's killing your voters. Then again, poor people don't donate as much as rich people, and DeSantis gave the shots to donors first. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to say, you know. And on top of that, oh god, this is this one is really fucking annoying because it ties in really nicely. I don't know if you've kept your eye a whole lot on the news this week, but god, have you seen how many I didn't get the vaccine and now I regret it and not or I didn't get the vaccine and now mm-hmm. I'm dead and it's like, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my yep. god. Yep. And it's all over TikTok too. They're hiring influencers on Instagram and TikTok with over five thousand or one thousand followers. The government is paying you to make videos like that now. Like I don't know what to tell people. Like we found out a friend of a friend died of COVID here, not that uh, you know this week. So, mm. uh, you know, <clears throat> I lost my mom to COVID. I mean we weren't super close <laughs> you know what i mean but it affects people it 6000 600000 619692 people were dead yesterday from covid yep. 36 million cases of it so like four and a quarter million deaths worldwide and so the asshole in me says stop distributing it in america just start creating boosters for America and stop offering it to people. And I think these people will see the scarcity of it and see they missed their chance or they'll die. <laughs> so, or they're going to find out the life that you live and, and you know, that you, mm-hmm. you didn't have a choice to live this life. And, and right. that's, you know, I, I got to thinking about that. Like, this is the fucking worst part for you is, is, you know, knowing what you have to live through and knowing that right. there are people that actively made decisions that are going to cause them to live this life that you have. Right. Yeah. No. And that's the thing is like, I have this amazing futuristic view. Like I can see where the decisions today are going to take us if we go in the straight line that way. And for a year, I've been saying this, you need to restore, you need to improve Medicare before you put people on Medicare. You need to improve Medicaid before you expand Medicaid. You need to improve the ACA before you put everyone on. <laughs> and here comes 36 possible, 36 million possible new candidates for disability insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ron DeSantis, 5,000 kids means a good portion of them are going to have those long-term effects and be on disability from youth to death. And with any, you know, and if you're one of those people that have any hope, you hope that that death is actually a 
you know, a long period of time away from youth, but mm-hmm. realistically speaking, we're seeing shit all across the country where that ain't fucking true. Right. And I'm not hearing from hospitals across the country. We are being inundated with Mexican immigrants on ventilators. Nope. So it's, it's not just immigrants. Like you can't say it's them and not you at the same time. I understand if you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the fucking vaccine. I don't really care. Take your chances that way. I took my chances this way, but don't blame other people for your stupidity and then go ahead and get a, a, a fake vaccine card. Like, what the fuck fence are you trying to walk, you know? Well, they're they're trying to walk that same fence that they want to put up over the southern border because that's going to keep yeah. the the illegal people out. And that was so funny. I had a this guy's like, "Hey, I'm a conservative and I back the blue." And I was like, "No, you don't." You know, or we I, we back the military, and I was like, no, you don't. If you're looking for the word for conservative that backs the blue, that's called a moderate Democrat. You know, because Republicans they took money to build part of a wall that immigrants can now just walk around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They took money from the Capitol Police. They didn't acknowledge the heroism of the Washington Police. It goes on and on, and it turns out that you only, like you said, you only back the blue when it's attacking black. And otherwise, you don't like it. And I love that you gave me that perspective. Now that I watch it, that's exactly how they feel. Exactly. It was like, and that was the worst part is, is like seeing that, knowing that it's entirely bullshit and mm-hmm. trying to tell people, it's like, you really don't actually back the blue. Like, right. You, because it, when, when, when blue shoots a white dude, you're all fucking pissed. When blue shoots an Asian dude, you know, you're cool with it. When blue shoots black, you're like in the streets holding up fucking banners. I mean, it's not, it's not from a data perspective. It's not hard to see this. And the number of people when confronted with the reality that, you know, uh, just this week we had a third Capitol police officer commit suicide after these events, it was never about backing the blue. It's fucking horseshit. Do you, did you hear the numbers on how many were injured? Like 86 Capitol Police, 64 um, DC police officers. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. But it was just ign- but it was but they were just tourists, Jason. It was peaceful. Some of them were tourists. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were touring uh they were yeah, I guess if you can call a mercenary a tourist, sure. It's it's going to turn out to be one of these things that we're going to hear about a lot is some of more of these officers taking their own life because even the officers said when you know their union never contacted them to offer them any PTSD um healthcare mental healthcare nothing like that and when he contacted them they offered them some basic services so there no, there's nothing proactively going on to repair these officers that now like you said have that thousand mile stare forever and hear that stuff in their head forever yeah i mean literally sit there and you and you say that you can't be racist and and when you hear them talk talk about the end grenades that were thrown at them it's like can you really back the blue while also yelling the end grenade can you really do that right Mm, 
No. It's sad. And, no. And when it was Black Lives protesters protesting in an official spot for protesting, you brought in prison guards with no badges or identification and other agencies to surround the White House and attack anybody that came close to it. You were okay with creating a, what was the army in the browns the brown shirts the brown is that shirts, what it was the uh so they they weren't an army they were basically like a a quote unquote paramilitary force but there was a ss guard that was even more secret right uh i mean in terms of like levels i mean the brown shirts were pre you know hitler coming to power they kind of well, end up, they kind of end up becoming the ss um the Waffen gotcha. SS were the ones that were like your diehard fanatics, right? Like un unidentified, but attacking what they, you know what I mean? And that's exactly what they were building. Trump was building that day was an army of unidentifiable people, which we don't do in this country because everybody's held responsible. You know, why is a prison guard from Texas standing in front of the Capitol with no identification because there's black people sitting in front of him protesting, but that didn't happen at all when a bunch of white people came, right? right. <laughs> Not at all. Nope. No, and 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 let's talk about the only thing that was the same between whether it was black people or whether it was white people. Mm-hmm. There's only one thing that had in common, and it wasn't back in the blue or or you know all lives matter. It was the fact that on uh, that the end grenade was directed at black people, and that was literally the only thing that was in common. Right. So it was never. It was and. I, like I said, I hate being right sometimes. I really do. I want to be yeah. proven wrong that maybe, you know, humanity's better than this. But uh, I'm and I'm also happy to prove be proven right too. I there was a there was a tweet. Elizabeth Warren had a tweet about something about we need to, you know, they need to pay their fair share. And some guy put on you waste billions of dollars and you're a billion years old. We need younger representatives. And I was, I was, I, I asked him, I was like, why did you have to insult her to make that point? Cause that's a point we've made on public access. America mm-hmm. is that we need younger representation. And there's a saying, ask, ask the young what they need and then get out of their way and let them do it. Right. So other people make this point, but he had to make an insult, which diminished the point instantly and mm-hmm. so i just i just responded like you see why it's scarier to put everything in your hands instead of her hands right like get rid of the insult bring up the topic again and we can discuss the merits of the of what you're saying but i can't do that when you're insulting somebody she's not literally a billion years old which makes it an insult but i talked to him like he was a human i was like you could be better you know you could be better and we'll have better conversations and right. i hope that sinks in get rid of the insults be better and have better conversations i don't know if conservatives can do that because they have a literal script whereas we have morals character well even 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 the liberals have gotten to the point where they're 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 doing the same thing just in a different realm some of them i mean it, it it boils back to calling um it boils back when you called uh what was it that hillary clinton called uh deplorables Deplorables. like Mm -hmm. you know if if, until you know until people get back to regular order it's like attack attack the method not the man you know Mm -hmm. it's like look you know like like we've talked about you know libertarians and progressives have a lot of the same uh 
outcomes in common that we want. We want more green energy. We we want uh, more equality. You know, it's just that when it comes down to it, I disagree with the methodology that they want. Like they want more government involvement, and I think that that's a terrible idea. They 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 equate government involvement to stability, and we equate it to waste. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> you know, it's it, there are very few things that I think the government should be involved in, and most of it involves them just getting out of the fucking way, so that way, you know, other people mm-hmm. can start to solve these problems. And protecting us from threats outside our border, because I can't do that for myself. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. There. But it's a it's a shame when you realize at fifty years old that the government has kept you down from living a real life your whole life, like everyone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's what that's what's really sad about it. I've never really lived a day where the government wasn't oppressing me in some minor way. And and that's really and and that's the reality of it is is that you mm-hmm. know. It's there are times and places in which government involvement is useful. Like for example, you know, having having a military. Like having yeah. a military is great. Having the world police be our military is not great. Not great. Mm-mm. It's like you know, we we need to be we need to have them home, concerned about issues at home, and if there is an issue that pops up somewhere around the world and you know, number one, we get a wide coalition to ask us for help. And number two, you know, it's something that directly affects us. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe we look at, you know, involvement, but like, you know, watching what's happened with, you know, Afghanistan looks pretty fucking identical to Vietnam. It's disgusting. It's disgusting that you can say that, you know, you want to end it by September 11th, but you're almost completed, but you left 20,000 people behind. Like, how can you say you're even close to done? And those are the people that can't defend themselves, Mm. you know? And it's that same thing. Oh, we're going to pipe in terrorists. These people aren't terrorists. These people aren't terrorists. They're from the cradle of civilization. You know what I mean? You know, These people- but but I wonder. You know, I wonder if you heard this shit. You know, back in the back in the seventies when we were winding mm-hmm. things down with Afghanistan and them going, oh, we're going to end up piping in communists. Right. Me- meanwhile, you know, all of uh, all of the people that I met uh, that are Vietnamese or or first generation Vietnamese, they're fucking more American than most of the Americans that I know. They want to be exactly. They learn like they my learn. Neighbor, they know state capitals and stuff. <laughs> my neighbor, my neighbor is Vietnamese, and he has no love of communists. He watched his uncle get his fucking head cut off because mm-hmm. the communists wanted his farm, wanted his uncle's farm. His uncle said no, and so they took his fucking head. So right. So I, uh, you know, he has no love of communists, and so when he sees all of this bullshit going on, he actually laughs and he's like, "These guys don't know what communism is. They've never had somebody's." fucking head fall at their feet you know in the name of communism they they like to they like to say a lot of words that sound scary but there ain't nobody taking anybody's fucking head here in the sake of communism and and that's why i'm like i'm hard pressed to find anybody on the right who could actually identify what a communist is it's whatever is convenient Right, kind of like uh, it's AOC. kind of like how it's today, kind of like, AOC. Yeah, today it's AOC, and it's kind of like how people on the left are, you know, very, very conveniently identify everybody as a Nazi. 
Mm-hmm. Look, there's yeah. a few card-carrying Nazis in this country, absolutely, and there's a few card-carrying communists in this country, absolutely. But the vast majority of people you're calling Nazis and communists, not even fucking close. They're shitty people. Don't get me wrong; they're shitty people. We can right. we can agree on that. But they are d- democracy privileged. Mm-hmm. They take their democracy for granted and think that other things are better and it is it's a mixture of stuff that's Mm -hmm. the amazing thing we borrow from parts all the way back from you know the republic like uh you know greece and you know our 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 representative democracy is greco-roman for god's sakes right but we borrow from other things and other things mutate off of our democracy i think Mm -hmm. that's interesting is that we have the a bit like bernie sanders is a he believes in socialism and i think it's so weird that we've mutated cuban communism into socialism so that cubans won't vote for a a democrat and it's so far like those cubans don't they know that that it's socialism isn't what they lived in (laughs) i don't understand why you would take that and why they're believing it well you know and that's I can't even, I couldn't speak for that. I think, you know, if we had someone who was Cuban American come in and talk about that, that would probably be a lot better. But reality is, is that, I mean, for your average American voter, your average American voter doesn't understand that there's a difference between democratic socialism, socialism, and communism. They're all three fucking different. They're very different. I mean, socialism and communism are a little bit more closely related, but the leap from democratic socialism to socialism is so fucking far that you, that you, you wouldn't be able to even build a bridge to it. Right. It goes like Denmark is socialism. No, we're kind of Denmark is democratic socialist. You th- really? De- yeah. Okay. Denmark, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland are, you know, that Nordic model is democratic socialism. Okay. And that's what Bernie Sanders is. Yes. I mean, okay. Venezuela is socialist. Yes. Right. In the bad way. Yeah. So authoritarian state socialism. Right. And then you get communism, you know, China, right. Cuba, North Korea, which uh, I would argue China is terrible at the whole communism idea. Um, mm-hmm. I think- that's what I'm saying. There's a Venn diagram that captures like these things. Like there's overlap between socialism and communism. There's overlap between socialism and democracy. You can't split it like we're trying to do. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't align it even close, you know, socialism and communism probably have a lot more overlap mm-hmm. than, right. in, than anything, but democratic socialism and actual socialism have might like maybe a sliver of overlap and that sliver is probably mm-hmm. a little too close for comfort for some people i'm certain but democratic socialism i mean they're in terms of in terms of government not even close to overlapping with communism okay not yeah, even exactly. close i love that that's and that's and that's what people you know because you have the word socialism and all three of those are uh-huh. a type of socialism you know you just get you know npc socialism bad it just yeah it's just one lump sum like, i get that and we it, do that with everybody that's my point exactly. is like we uh, there's communist countries that we we work with i mean china you know like you said they're not exactly the metric sorry you had me thinking about all this and i love that whenever you make me pause i'm thinking and i love that i'm not just like trying to respond i'm thinking 
it's important. I think it's important that people know the differences there because, mm-hmm. because as where you see immigrants, I see the guy telling you it's immigrants. You know what I mean? Like, why would you, why, when has a politician ever told me the truth? So I question it. Mm-hmm. If you tell me it's immigrants, I'm like, it, so it's everything except immigrants. You know, <laughs> if you tell me it's the vaccine, I'm like, so it's everything except the vaccine. So, you know, question it and then figure it out for yourself. Don't right. just take somebody's word for it and then spit it out. Like it's your own thought. Right. You know? Exactly. And, and, and let's be realistic. Like, you know, seasonal workers, immigrants, people who want to come to this country to actually participate in the American ideal, like mm-hmm. people have got to get over this weird fascination with America being a race and actually embrace the ideal. And, and unfortunately we're just not there. And that's what really sucks is because, you know, you got people who think that, you know, our way of life is arguably the best and they want to live that life. And we're telling them, no, Right. I think you have a a society that sees itself as po- amateur politicians, like us, like amateur pundits, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they're like, I have to take a side. The vaccine is just a side. It's saying I didn't get my vaccine because I agree with this side. Well, that's, you know that's the I mean? problem is the vaccine doesn't have a fucking side, kind of like COVID doesn't right. have a fucking side. Well, exactly. But you're making it into something that has a side when it's science. Science isn't Democratic or or Republican. I thought it was funny. I, t- I asked this guy, I was like, here's what I don't get. Donald Trump made this. This is the Koch brother vaccine. It has the Koch brother chip that to say, you know, that, um, takes donate donations out of your bank account automatically. I was like, we haven't even made the, the George Soros chip one yet. You know, <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if that's going to get me banned on YouTube. <laughs> well, but the truth is, is it's all just so stupid. Yeah. It's science. There's three ingredients, sugar, salt, and oil (laughs) that's what makes up the vaccine along with some dead spikes so real quickly the first vaccine was for smallpox and this guy looked at his cow scraped some dead sore off of his cow cut his kids and put that stuff in the cut that's how the first vaccine came out now moderna can copy and paste and change a vaccine to custom fit us. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Moderna That's is literally putting a vaccine out that is going to be your seasonal flu, mm-hmm. RSV, and COVID shot. Like, right. But it's also going to incorporate other things like HPP, HPV, and other things. It's just amazing what they want to pack into this one shot, which ensures their future forever and our safety. And I like that. Like, I like science. You know what I mean? I like it. It goes too far sometimes. Oh, absolutely. And sometimes we do things unnecessary with it, like ride a penis into outer space. But other times Yeehaw! we do really, really good things with it. Cowboy you know? penis riding Jeff Bezos. Wait. Yeah. Um, you know, it's science. Science can do some amazing things. Science can do some really terrible things. And just uh-huh. because you call it science, that doesn't mean it is science and that's one of the things that we have to differentiate because right now we you know even in the scientific community we are facing a flood of junk science documents coming out mm-hmm. of various countries that are not they're they, they not replicable in any way shape or form their methods are shit their calculations mm-hmm. are trash the data is cherry picked it's you know and that's just that 
realistically speaking is that even in the scientific community, we have our issues right now that have to get sorted out. But yeah. that said, <laughs> there's certain because things, there's certain things that, you know, you, what was it? Uh, I believe it was an old saying the th there are three things that you can't, that, that are always sure to come about the sun, the moon, and the truth. I like that. So the arc of justice is long, but bends towards the truth. And, and, uh, you know, that's another one, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the reality is, is that a lot of this crap science ends up getting filtered out, you know, despite, you know, that's, that's why we have the whole peer review process. And mm -hmm. even from there, you know, sometimes the peer review gets it wrong. And later we end up going back and we're like, mm, yep, that turns out that was wrong. Like mm -hmm. science is a journey. It's not a destination. It's like, okay. And then, the announcements for these things are headlines. And so what they wanted to do is the headline, but the peer review is what's in the article that nobody actually reads. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's the issue is we're saying, hey, we have a cure for AIDS. And then in it says 7% of the time, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. You know, and, and, you know, realistically speaking, like, you know, are it's we great because there's there's amateur scientists just like there's amateur pundits, mm -hmm. you know. There's people like us collecting scientific data and making it a podcast and somebody listens to that 3 weeks later and thinks it's the freshest episode and goes off that theory. There's a whole bunch of stupid stuff, you know. That's why I try and keep things as broad as I can. The things we talk about, you should be able to talk about a month from now as well. Exactly. There's still kids on the border. There's still homeless, trillion, trillions of dollars spent in stimulus. Homeless are still homeless so the truths are out there politicians are lying to you and people need to just start realizing you're not a politician right and and that's just it is it's like some of these issues these issues shouldn't have a side like that's mm. that's the biggest problem and this is, is that like even like even looking at the infrastructure bill right now where you have you have the former president telling you know threatening people if you vote for yep. this it's like you know what? roads roads aren't Republican or Democrat, you realize this, right? Mm -hmm. Roads, you know, your bridges, your bridges aren't going to crumble just, you know, if a Republican crosses them or a Democrat crosses them, right. they're going to crumble regardless who crosses them and they need to get fucking fixed. But suffer for your politics is the thought. You should suffer for your politics. And and the reality is, is, is that an infrastructure bill number one has to be bipartisan. It has to be, you know, and it has to be, it has to be discussed it has to be thoroughly hammered out. I, you know, fully expect that, you know, people who are actually serious about this because they want to get people to work in their state, you know, redoing their infrastructure that's falling the fuck apart are, are actually taking this seriously. Yep. Politicians who are out there trying to get, you know, Twitter clips and, and sound bites on Fox, CNN are saying a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah. And guess what? All they're doing is trying to get attention to themselves. So that way they can get your money in their pockets. Yes. And get your attention so that you don't see what they're doing behind it every time trump shouts something it's so you pay attention to him and not something else at the moment that's it's like his, you're watching the hand that's way it's it, you're watching the hand mm -hmm. that's waving and not the one that's taking your wallet out of your back pocket 
Right. And people keep falling for it. And I'm like, it's it's literally like a children's magician show, you know? You're Donald Trump is a child's magician show, you know? I don't I don't know why people are fall for it. And these jobs that are going to be created from the infrastructure, they're only going to go to Democrats or Republicans if the people that take the jobs um, identify as Democrats or Republicans. Like you can also get a job from the infrastructure without identifying as one or the other. Right. You could actually identify as a human, a person, an unemployed person that needs a job and go no further and still get a job. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. And and guess what? You know, that infrastructure is going to help, you know, if, if, if you're the one that ends up building that infrastructure, it's going to help you get to your job. It's going to help mm-hmm. your fellow Americans get to their job. Yes. Like, Isn't this that amazing? You know, it doesn't, that does not give a shit about red or blue, Republican or Democrat, liberal or conservative. Like, mm-hmm. Everybody's using these roads. It doesn't really matter. The question is: Is you know, are you funding these things at uh, the appropriate and adequate level? Are you funding these things in such a way that you're not going to have to pass another one of these to fix all of the fuck ups that you did from the last one, or the things that you missed out on? We have let our infrastructure go so badly. Like we have a bridge here in Seattle that you know, out of a hundred, scored a nine. Wow. There are bridges that in, in, and that's, you know, in a liberal place, there are bridges Mm -hmm. in Republican places that have actually flat out fucking collapsed and Mm -hmm. people are having to drive 20 miles around in, in order to, you know, miss this bridge. That's literally laying in the fucking water. The infrastructure doesn't care what state you're in. It's in the, the only state that our infrastructure is in is in a state of fucking disrepair. Right. And an important thing in all that is there doesn't have to be an enemy. No, we don't, we don't need to have an enemy. We need somebody to talk things out with. And that's the difference. We need an opposing opinion to talk it out with like you and I do. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, I hate the Southern border. And Jeffrey's like, I'm going to consider that. And I like that. And Jeffrey, you know, you're like, I don't want to give all my money to the government so that they can give me half of it back. And you know what? I love that. I agree with that. And so there's these compromises and thought that come from long form conversation that don't from headlines. And that's what separates us from other shows. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So realistically, it's like (sighs) infrastructure is one of those things where it shouldn't matter what party is making the, you know, having the discussion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things where we got to get it done and we got to get it fixed. There are definitely things that we, we need to have a discussion on in terms of what actually is infrastructure, you know, like for example, yeah. you know, um, somebody wanted to, you know, somebody wanted to include uh, s- uh, senior care, like uh, rides and stuff as part of the infrastructure bill, you know, I can mm-hmm. I can make the argument as to why you know that could fall under infrastructure. I can make the argument why sure. it shouldn't. Um, sure. When it came to uh, you know access to electrical vehicle charging systems, mm-hmm. I can make the argument why you know you might want the government putting that in. I can also make the argument why you know the government doesn't have gas stations. Why should the government have electrical charging stations? Right. You know, we can have these discussions and, and, you know, say, Hey, okay. So how do we make it? So that way, you know, business can build these charging stations easier. 
there that's the nail on the head. The government is there to say, how can we help you build faster or more sustainable? How do we help you meet your goals? Is there something that the government needs to invest in? Or does is there something that the mm -hmm. government just needs to get the fuck out of the way on? And I tend to believe that more right. often than not, they need to get the fuck out of the way. I agree. But government intervention had made things like Halliburton and some of our other tech giants that have gone on to create some amazing things with government cooperation mm -hmm. with private business. And I like that. I like that a lot. You know, that's how we get ahead is by everybody working towards it. So let's, um, we got, uh, let's, I want to talk about your thing now. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. <clears throat> so if you haven't seen the news, uh, Trump has proposed, uh, that his followers buy these $45 cards that identify themselves as a Trump patriot. And I'm going to put the link in the description so that if you want to buy one of these cards, you are free to. And what is absolutely fucking astounding to me is, is that number one, you know, once again, like, like I called with parlor, I'm going to call it again. This just sounds like an FBI watch list. That's awesome. I didn't think of that. I called it. I called it with Parler and look what Parler did. They used Parler mm -hmm. to pull people's shit from January 6th. Once yeah. again, I hate being right, but like private private stuff, deleted stuff. They kept all of that stuff by the way. So yeah. So once again, You're exactly right. Once so again, I, this is like a this is like a list that somebody could track. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like honestly, I'll tell you, I saw it as a Dick Tracy decoder card. I was like, "What's coming next? The the Donald Trump ring, so that you can put the two together and decipher the message every week." <laughs> it's probably gonna say something stupid like "MAGA is great." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What well, the Christmas story, right? Yep. Where he finally drink, gets it, and it's like more Ovaltine. Drink more Ovaltine, and he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah. And, and so like, and, and, and so like number one, like the, this is going to be an FBI watch list. The next number one, because I think this is all equally important is, is that this is just another grift for Trump to get money out of the same people that he keeps, you know, milking yeah. for money. Right. Number one, the next number one <laughs> is, is that to me, like. For a bunch of people who say they're loyal to the United States, they're certainly showing a lot of loyalty to one man. And, you know, this is something that I thought about. You know, when I took, when I took the oath to defend the Constitution, it wasn't because I joined the military. It was because I worked for the United States Department of Agriculture. Mm. And even as a federal employee, I had to take the oath, uh, the, the constitutional oath. You know, I, I solemnly swear to, you know, uh, protect and defend protect the Constitution of the United States from all adversaries, foreign and domestic. Yep, from all, from all. I can't believe I knew that. Holy shit! Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you pulled that one off real fast. I'm sitting here going, "Okay, stop." Okay. So I had to take that oath. I solemnly swear to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. But I also had to say, "So help me God." So help me God, and. By the way, that's something you and Donald Trump have in common. You know, so for me, like, 
I when the oath that I took and the oath that probably every military member who who may be listening to this has taken, who who did you swear to protect and defend? No one. You didn't swear to protect and defend a single person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say the president of the United States. Doesn't say the the speaker of the house or the Senate right. minor, uh, majority leader. Right. The Constitution. You know, the, the, the we swore an oath to a document, not to any person. And and the problem is, is that there's a person out there, and, and uh, more often than not, multiple people. It's Trump's the easiest one to pick on right now, but, you know, yeah. let's be realistic. Um, the left has their people. Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're just talking about the right, but we've talked about the left too. And I'm not going to sit there and bitch about the left every episode just to create some sort of balance. When, right. When it's the right right now, we need to fix first. Right. And that's and and to me, like that's where this is a huge problem because you're loyal to a person, and that is not what the Constitution was ever about. The Constitution did not create loyalties to any person. There is no king in this country for a reason. It wasn't it wasn't to create rights for people. It was a document to prevent government overreach. The Constitution, it isn't protecting us, it's protecting us from the government. That's why we defend it because without it the government can do anything it wants to us mm. and it's so it's a contract it's like when you get a new roof and the and the roofer says we'll cover the warranty unless you shoot bullet holes into it mm-hmm. okay you know it's the same thing we protect the constitution because it protects us from these people that are trying to subvert it mm-hmm. the government is trying to disband the contract that we it has with us Americans, and we're letting them do that. Mm-hmm. We're letting them overreach, and even worse, we're not letting them do it. We're letting one guy do it. Mm-hmm. We're letting one guy rip the Constitution and say we don't need this contract because I've always been honest and paid my contractors before. You can trust me, and we can't trust him. I, you can't trust any member of the government, and this one right now, specifically. You shouldn't. Like you, you I shouldn't trust me. You shouldn't trust Jeffrey. You should listen and then decide whether you agree or not. You shouldn't blindly trust anything. No, it's like even as a scientist, I don't. I don't blindly trust science. Right. You know, like like for example, when the vaccines were coming out, what did I tell you, Jason? That I was going to sit back and wait a little bit so I could look at the findings, and mm-hmm. and analyze it for myself and and decide whether or not this was a good decision for me. And, and right. inform my family and find out whether or not it was a good decision for them. It's like, do yep. I have faith that, you know, people who have been studying this stuff for decades uh, are, are going to come up with a good product that works? Absolutely. Do I have faith that it's going to be entirely rosy? Absolutely not. Nothing ever is. But being able to sit down and analyze this stuff for yourself and make your own decisions is what's most important. And right now you have a bunch of people that are looking for headlines, looking for Twitter clips, looking in now for TikToks. Looking to distract you from anything that's really going on. And so with, with this, this idea that you're paying for loyalty to one person is it just reminds me of of taxes that we paid to king george is what it reminds me of 
Right. It's, That's a great way of looking at it, it. And I don't pay any king. Period. No kings. Don't have to. I he have has, no Donald kings. Trump has he has a million dollar a hundred million dollar war chest. What that means is that he took from twenty two percent of America a hundred million dollars, seventy five million dollars in the past six months. He didn't take that from three hundred and thirty million, right? He took that from the Republican percentage, which is down to twenty percent of the country. And he only took it from 70% of them. So you can imagine how some of the poorest people are giving the most money to somebody that doesn't need it. And why I would want that to stop. Because I care about the people, not the politician. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm not paying for loyalty to any person. I won't even pay for loyalty to any... I don't even want to pay that loyalty to any document. Right. You know... But I trust a document far more than I trust people. Mm-hmm. I just think it. We were in this culture of, like Britney Spears and In Sync and just out, you know, American Idol, The Voice, and we just learned to like just pick somebody and then like I'm supporting Sanjaya all the way through American Idol, even if he sucks. Right? He's my guy, and I'm just gonna vote for him. And then it was funny. Let's see if we can get the worst singer on American Idol to be the finalist. And we got this warped version of what we could manipulate votes to do in the entertainment field. And then politicians took that. And now instead of buying Britney Spears's record or Miley Cyrus's record or uh, Rihanna's makeup, we're buying nothing. We're giving donations to people instead of buying that record for loyalty. We're we're giving Elizabeth Warren $5 for her loyalty. No, we're just giving it like we would have to Justin Timberlake, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's Justin here. I have my shirt. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's just, are politicians really worth that? Are Is Elizabeth Warren a Justin Timberlake? You know what I mean? Is, is, uh, I don't know, Paul Gosar, really Rihanna? I don't, I don't see it, and I don't know why other people see it. Is Don to me, Donald Trump is Journey playing the same one-hit wonder song at every state fair he goes to. Yeah, that's pretty much about it. And and the thing yeah. is, is that you know people are eating that up, and <laughs> I don't know why. Like, you know, for a group of people who claim that you know they are they are ruled by no king, they certainly picked their king, and that's what scares me is is that you know people are going to be willing to put their name down and their address down and their money down on a person, right? And I'm not at all. I, I won't do it for the right. I won't do it for the left. Fuck, I won't even do it for a libertarian. Why would you take money away from your family to give it to some guy that doesn't need it? Seriously. Just just to show loyalty. Like I don't I didn't donate to to Joe Biden. I didn't I didn't donate to any of the twenty one on there. Although for my Christmas gift, my friend asked me to come up with a Christmas list, and so I picked all 21 Democratic candidates and asked for a T-shirt. You know, I was like, "How cool would it be just to have a wall of the you know 21 nominees, like Ensley or whatever, mm-hmm. the bald guy, uh, Daily?" You know, like <laughs> right. So to me, it's you know, yeah, it it, it concerns me. 
and I guarantee you that that donation that 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 gathering of patriots uh quote unquote mm-hmm. when they put their name down on that list and they pay their money that all they're going to get is a card $45 out of their bank account and permanently put on yet another fucking watch list by the FBI because <clears throat> they couldn't fucking secure parlor. There's no way they're securing this shit. And then also too, then there's getter, which is supposed to be right. Twitter, which is now apparently sonic porn and ISIS jihadi propaganda. Mm. So like for the guy who supposedly can do no wrong, he certainly hasn't done anything fucking right for sure except or except earn money i mean hey he's got i mean con artist a con artist is good at their job yes yes but not everybody sees it you know what i mean but i think we're basing this like we're shouting at them like hey why are you giving him your money but it's being heard through a political lens Mm -hmm. like i said somebody said you're political and i was like i'm not political i'm human you know like but politics right now is trying to steal the spotlight from humanity and Mm -hmm. i want to bring it back to humanity yeah and i think i think it's exciting that that's what we do right and guess what if this were joe biden with the biden card i'd be saying the same shit yeah because Stop giving your money to rich assholes who don't need it. Right. And in the same breath, I'm defending the vaccine. I'm telling people that Joe Biden is crushing me with the inflation because he gave some money to some people, but not some money to the right people. And now we're crushing We're being crushed. Like I said, mm-hmm. trillions of dollars in stimulus. Homeless are still homeless, right? The poor are still poor. The uninsured are still uninsured. Kids mm-hmm. are still in cages, but a lot of people are wringing their hands saying, we'll get to it right after this. Exactly. And guess what? Mm-hmm. We saw, we saw just how quickly the message could change. We went from kids in cages to children in overflow facilities. It's the yep. same fucking place, right? It's the same place. It's like uh, Gus, It's like you know. It's like that old uh, Celebrity Jeopardy skit. Gussy it up however you want, Trebek. <clears throat> yeah. Sean Connery, I love yep. it. So it's exactly it, though. <clears throat> it's, it's it's the perspective they're telling you to look at it through. And they're hoping you look at it through only that perspective while everything else goes by you. Your, your, your kids should get COVID, starve, and die to prove a point that you're loyal to Donald Trump. Because you're only looking at it through a political perspective. You're not looking at it through a human perspective. You're giving your money away to a human and you're taking it away from your own family all to prove a loyalty to somebody that doesn't know you exist. Mm-hmm. And I would argue who doesn't care you exist. Now that's the joke. Anyway, thank you for listening to Public Access America. Um, check us out every Sunday on our live streams. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those Sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean.
mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, you nobody, is gonna hit as hard as life. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. To public, to public access, access America. America. Yes, we can. Sunday live streams on YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Smart Public. And Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making.